0: Chapter 7. Prophecies and Production Floors I don't know if I slept last night. One minute my eyes were closed, and then a second later my eyes jolted awake when another fist was pounding outside my door. Omokly, get up now! yelled the white man. It was pitch black when I jumped out of bed. Cramping calves held me down while my body inched closer towards the door. What is it? I asked. Your timing was off, said the white man. We can't afford to have you miss another day. What? The scanners recorded you in the factories, but it says you finished work in 28 minutes. That's impossible. Now go back and see the badge man, said the white man. Oh, and my legs hurt. I think something is wrong, I paused. Can I see a doctor? Manuka flashed through my mind when I saw the man's suit turn away from me. No doctor. Go see the badge man and get back to work, said the white man. It was early, before my shift and before the morning buzzer woke up my fellow observers. Limping through the hallways toward the programmer's office, the lights flickered on. Crouching low, I steadied myself ready for the morning shift. The giant gears were about to turn. Somewhere the captain of our vessel was ready to dig, and so I backed against the wall and braced my body. In just a moment, our vessel would dredge another step lower. I waited, and I listened but I couldn't feel a thing. Then all at once, I heard the beds vibrating in each room. But only the dormitories had felt the shift. The hallway never moved. But how? I wondered. When I reached the cubicles, the programmers were half asleep watching the screens from the night before. I stepped inside when all at once, every employee jolted awake as two digits appeared on the main screen. The number 28 stayed illuminated while I walked to Levi's desk. And it was easy to find Levi because both his feet were on his desk with his hands behind his head. He'd been taking a nap with a smile beaming across his face. Levi, the white man sent me back. Nothing's wrong, I'm Oakley. The number said you'd be back today. 28 minutes, huh, said Levi. He brought his legs to the floor and stared into my eyes. Everyone around him was in a terrible panic, as if the digits had reached an unreasonable sequence, and yet Levi's screen was the same as everyone else's. Now the number 28 was flashing on the main screen over and over again. It's happening, Levi whispered. Do you know what today is? It's December 28th. The number 28 was popping up on everyone's screen and moving even faster than before. Did you hear me? It's happening, said Levi, and all the numbers know it to be true. I should have been in the factories, like all the other observers, but here I was watching the same number on Jane's door flash in front of me, This is the law, and the numbers know the truth, said Levi, tapping the screen. These digits know everything about how it happens, and it's always changing, all the time, all around us, and today is when it starts. What's happening, Levi? The prophecy. Once we take Jane's tunnel, everything changes. Well, I've got a few questions for you. Good, because questions are more important than answers, said Levi. First, What if you're crazy from staring at screens all day? I've observed it before. And what if I'm not? He asked. Question number two. Now why is this happening? Exactly, said Levi. Why would the numbers know if the suits don't? He stood up and grabbed my face with both hands. My eyes were peering into his. Those suits don't have a clue, said Levi. He grabbed a bag under his desk while the number 28 repeated on each monitor. All these employees were so focused on the numbers that nobody saw him escorting me past all the desks. No one could take his or her eyes off the screens. When we got into the hallway, a line of orange jumpsuits were making their way to the factories while red dots recorded everything from above. They were following the leader back to work just like every other day. Levi tried to push me into the hall, but I pushed him back. And how do I know you're not working for the white man? I paused and looked up at the red dots flashing above. "'The cameras aren't real,' said Levi. "'It's just a battery and a red light to make you think they're watching.' "'That's what he wanted me to think. "'That's what the suits would tell him to say.' "'Then what else did the numbers say?' "'It's happened before. "'Only one man was ever brave enough to disobey the order, "'and he was just like you. "'He turned the other way 28 years ago today,' said Levi.' The line of orange employees continued following the leader while no one stopped to listen or change directions. They were so afraid, and not one soul dared to tattle on the man who turned the other way. There's only one other person who ever stepped out of line. He's the only one who ever got away, said Levi. I'd heard of a man like that. Rumors said he tried to run. It happened just days after I got my orange uniform because I remember making one of my very first observations during the day he ran. The order confiscated our notebooks after that, as if it never even happened. So Ditto was real? Of course he was, said Levi. But I don't understand. There's no time. It's now or never. Tomorrow they'll realize your badge isn't broken, and they'll have a different programmer look at it. Someone who's clueless about the prophecy, and I'll never see you again. Today is the only chance we get said Levi. There was only one way to know if he was telling the truth, so I yanked him with me in line with the other orange observers. We took off with the flow of traffic, and I made sure Levi's black smock was out of place when we arrived at the entrance to the first automation factory. Each observer had taken note of Levi when I scanned us in through the first door. Where are we going? This wasn't in the prophecy, said Levi. In. Now. Because if I get in trouble, then so do you. Heading up to the observation decks, Levi was shocked looking down at the production lines. I'd seen this plant every day, but it was the first time Levi saw how the world really worked. "'The numbers never said anything about murder,' said Levi. His eyes gazed down at the rows of cows, chicken, and other livestock waiting for the electric zap that would be sent up their spines into their brains before the automated knives sliced their necks. "'What is this place?' asked Levi." He was frozen still. Never seen a processing plant. He shook his head no. Where do you think our meat comes from? We ran up to the catwalks and I'm sure his observations were like mine the first time I'd seen it. It's gruesome to watch so many cows roll over and die, but once you understand the system and how we need food to survive, you'll be grateful that you're not the one dying on that line. He followed me all the way, until the very last factory where workers were bending metal beams around automated machines. Hot rods were turning bright orange before being molded into the shape of the day. There, that's him, Manuka yelled up. Otto started climbing up the catwalk towards us. Is this the doctor? asked Otto. Not even close, said Levi. Otto turned his head towards me. Where's your sister? We're leaving now. Machines were hammering down below. Only a couple more days and she'd die like the rest of them. This is the only way out, I paused. It's the only chance you two get. Otto ran down the steps to get Manuka before we helped her up to the catwalk toward the final door. Pressing my badge against the scanner, the automated door opened. Hey, stop! yelled the voice behind us. A few orange observers had chased after us where the three of them took hold of their pens to scribble new notes about our escape. Holding the door open... I let the others out first, and then I closed the door on my co-workers and winked. At least someone would remember how one man turned the other way. Manuka was struggling to keep up when Otto carried her over his shoulder. We ran off together with Levi wearing black, Otto and Manuka in blue, while I led her pack in orange. All of us were different, but all of us were the same because we were trapped in this system. Only time would tell if Levi's prophecy was true.